0: Episode four, The Smokers. Debs is 19. She's been let down by everybody in her life and recently things have gone from bad to worse. When Debs signs up to learn beekeeping as a last ditch attempt to get her life back on track, she meets Yeganeh, an Iranian refugee who is also disillusioned and struggling to find her place in a new country. As Debs becomes more skilled and confident under Yeganeh's expert watch, An unlikely friendship develops between the two women. The script was originally written for stage by Fiona Harper and subsequently produced as a piece of audio theatre.
1: Act two, scene one. Lights up. A different day. It's sunny and warm. Namaste motherfuckers. Now simply reads Namaste. The garden appears less menacing the foliage less oppressive, the grass shorter and tidier. There are headstones and plaques visible, and some planting has occurred. Foxgloves and alliums spring up in clusters. yegenay is carefully making tea with a tin kettle balanced on a camping stove. Classic FM is playing on yegenay's little radio. The kettle whistles.
2: Can I tempt you?
1: Debs is lazing on the grass, enjoying a sports drink and a bag of crisps.
2: I don't drink that shit. I mean, no, thank you. But you do drink that regurgitate. Pop? Yeah, tastes better than tea. I respectfully disagree. I respectfully disagree right back at you. Tea gives you a clacky taste in your mouth. Not my tea. I make good tea. Pistachio? Nah. Very good for your eyes. Give you the shits. Sorry, a diarrhoea. But they will. When are they coming? Not for a few weeks yet. Once we get tidied up in here. The weather needs to settle. It's warm today. A few more consecutive days at this temperature and we will be set. Not long now. That's good. Cut this heavy vegetation back, get some more flowers in, prepare ourselves. More
0: flowers?
2: If Odette's got the cash, habitat's crucial. Let's just pull them out of people's gardens. No. I thought we were saving the world here. No need to massacre someone's garden. Jokes, Yegina. Just jokes. I mean it. Don't do that. That's destruction of habitat too. Oh, yeah. Suppose. Didn't think about that. I appreciate the sentiment. You can get seeds in Poundland. Can you? I'll check again next time I'm in. See what they've got. What am I looking for? Anything. In a perfect world, a bell-shaped flower. A bell shape. Yeah, like those ones. What are those? Fuchsia. Don't think they'll have those in Poundland unlikely. I'll have a look. No panic. I work in the garden centre. Do ya? Yeah. They've got an employment programme for people like me. <laughs> Keep you out of trouble. Never been to a garden centre. What? have never been to a garden centre. Why not? No garden. You, Duh. you have not lived garden centers are the best thing about britain garden centers are the best thing about britain are you completely sure about that without a shadow of a doubt no garden centers in iran there is of course they're just nowhere near as entertaining they only sell plants i mean The garden centers here. Wander around, have a look at all the funny little ornaments for the garden and the tea shop. Oh. I'll have to wear a disguise. Why? Not good for my street cred to be seen in the garden centre. I'll buy you lunch. The chips are really good. I get a staff discount. In that case, I'm in. I really like it. Really, really like it. You're weird, Jagina. Here, look in that box. I'm on a break. It's a surprise for you. Don't really like surprises. You like this one? It's a Valentine's present. Okay, first, it's not Valentine's Day. Second, that's creepy, don't you think? Don't go all dicky on me. Excuse me, mademoiselle. Saint Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers. Is that true? Who doesn't like surprises? Me? I have a surprise for you never works out that well for me. Open the box. Open it.
1: Debs reluctantly drags herself up and goes over to the box. She lifts the lid off and punches the air with delight days. See, Debs pulls a bee suit out of the box.
2: How did you get this? You did six weeks, so they gave me my next instalment of the grant. It's second hand, but it's in good condition. You got the cash? For the bees and all? Suits, hive, nuke box, everything. I am some use after all. You are some use. I, I told you I would turn up, didn't I? And, and I'm all right, aren't I? You're bearable. <laughs> yeah. Teaching naughty kids how to beekeep. keep Who knew they'd cough up for that? You knew. You've done your time. Soon there'll be two, three and then four and five and maybe a hundred one day. But I'm the original. I'm the Queen. Did you hear me? Who knew picking up litter would be my thing? You've done your time. Odette will give you the reference. The bees aren't in yet. No, you only need to attend for six weeks. Are you trying to get rid of me? Are you staying? Well, I'm not leaving before it starts getting fun. Good. I was just checking.
1: Act two, scene two. Yegane and Debs are in the churchyard preparing for the arrival of the nuke box. They're putting their bee suits on and preparing the smoker. The hive has been set up. The tea is bubbling. Classic FM plays.
2: Who's this? Stop quizzing me. Sometimes I listen. Sometimes. I've put a little sign at the front because I think it's not immediately obvious where the gate is. Then I put two other little signs with arrows along the fence pointing towards the gate. So I think that'll make it clear where we are. He'll find us. I'll pop out in a minute. You can see the road from here. (laughs) I don't mind popping out. It's so exciting. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am, yes. You don't seem extremely excited. I'm not extremely excited. It's important to remain calm. I'm calmly excited. I'm extremely excited. You mentioned. (laughs) Debs, on a serious note, bees don't like crazy. They'll pick up on your energy. Try to compose yourself. I don't know how you can be so calm, Yegina. I've done this before. There's a long way to go. Only from the gay, For their survival. I mean, we get them in today, but they have to take to the environment, the hive, establish the colony. I thought we'd got all that set up. It's not an exact science. I thought it was an exact science. I thought that's exactly what science was. Science is making a deduction from your observations. Science is the truth of what you can see. Sometimes there is more than one truth. Sometimes you can't see everything at first. What are you trying to tell me? It's a delicate time. I thought we were ready. We are ready. We are really, really ready. But anything could happen. There could be a cold snap, for example. The climate in this country is very unreliable. Would that kill them? Might do. Depends. Fuck. This is totes emotion. I am making you aware of the variables, that's all. Don't get upset. Talk about pissing on the bonfire. I don't know what that means, but the word piss would suggest it was a little impolite. No, 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 no. Just a phrase. An idiom. Take a few breaths. I thought now spring was here, they'd just slip on in there and BOOM! We'd be in business. There's a good chance. But it's not, you know... Adette calls it managing expectations. Right, yes. Mother Nature is a cruel mistress. Sometimes things just don't work out. That's what you'll learn. I know that. Better than most. There you are then. So, what are our chances? Good. Our chances are good, but it depends on how well the bees assimilate. It's cold and empty in there. They may not like it at first. It is a bit of a shock for them. Displacement can be traumatic. I'm simply... Managing expectations. Maybe just calm down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sometimes I get a bit giddy and then everything goes to... Downhill. It may not go downhill. I'm saying some environments are toxic. However, you may not see it at first. That's life. It's the weather I'm most worried about. The cold. And rain. You know, there's only one native species of honeybee here. The black bee. They're very resilient. Better adapted to the cold than wet. Is that what we're getting? No, they are nearly extinct. What are we getting? Europeans. Don't swear in front of the guy. He's a bit... A bit what?
1: Enter Malcolm. He's carrying a nuke box, which is buzzing loudly.
2: Hello there. (gasps) They're so loud! I can hear them! You can hear them in the box! Oh my God!
1: Oh, you.
2: Hello again.
1: Remind me of your name.
2: It's Yegone. This is Debs. Do you know each other?
1: We've met previously, yes.
2: At a beekeeping meeting.
1: It was the 21st Affiliated District YNV BKAARG.
2: Yes, apologies again. I was unaware. Unfortunate evening to pop in.
1: We don't encourage popping in. Your name?
2: She just told you. I'm Yegone. Well, I'll never get that right. And this is my associate.
1: I'm Daps. So, you managed to get your little idea up on its feet after all? Still work to do, but... Well, it's surprising you've got this far. Yes, we're very proud of ourselves. So, what exactly do you hope to achieve?
2: It's vocational skills training for... Beekeeping for naughty girls or lonely girls. Women.
1: I, I know what you think you're doing. But what do you hope to achieve?
2: I can pass my knowledge on to young people like Debs. Is this a test? Who then have, you know, apicultural skills. It's social enterprise, an apprenticeship scheme for urban beekeepers. A female run social enterprise. Female run social enterprise. Oh, sounds so good. Very funky. We're hoping to recruit some more young women soon. Basically, we're trying to stay out of trouble, and I want to make my own pot of honey.
1: What about men? Young men?
2: What about men? Why are men
1: excluded?
2: Men are not excluded. A space where women can feel safe and learn and practice. Redress the imbalance. The imbalance? When the guys were here, they were a bunch of lazy sh- In India, 33% of social enterprise focuses on women's empowerment. In the UK, only 4%. This is simply a space for female apiculture.
1: Like a hive. Are you Indian? No. Remind me of your qualifications again.
2: PhD in precision apiculture from the University of... And I've got three and a half crap GCSEs from King's Avenue Academy. Uh,
1: Not you.
2: You said you worked in the garden centre. I do work in the garden centre. Well, what are you doing working in the garden centre if you've got a PhD?
1: You teach.
2: I get it. Side hustle. Not a side hustle, a hustle hustle.
1: You don't teach anymore?
2: I do not currently, no. You teach me?
1: You don't count.
2: My qualifications don't translate. They're not accepted. That sucks.
1: Charming language. Let's
2: get some bees in, shall we? Quite.
1: I, I suppose you know what you're doing.
2: Debs, light the smoker there so we're all ready to go. That's it. Let it burn like that for a few seconds. Build up the smoke. Gotcha. Oh, so exciting. Put your hood on, Debs. Zip your veil. Very sensible. (laughs) This is amazing. I can't believe it's happening. Debs, they'll probably rise up when we open the box, so stay calm. Houston, we have a problem. Debs, try to relax. What
1: is she talking about?
2: The moon landing's Malcolm. Did you go to school?
1: Yes, I went to school. I failed to see the connection.
2: All these smart people who know
1: nothing. You're a little raucous, aren't you?
2: Debs, I know it's exciting, but it's a good practice to stay calm and relaxed around the bees. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Debs, you got the smoker ready? Yep, yep. Okay. give me a few little squeezes. If you open the box, Malcolm, I'll slip the frames out. Right. Debs, give us a few more squeezes, then move to this and this side. Uh, behind the hive so you can see. Ready. Right you are. Okay.
1: Malcolm opens the box and some bees fly up. Debs begins to screech and flap her arms about. She starts jerking about and squirting smoke at them in the air.
2: Debs, stop leaping oh around. It'll make it worse. Oh my god, they're on my hood. Oh my god. Deborah. Oh, I can hear them buzzing at me. Deborah, please, listen to me or I will make you sit this out. <gasps> Shit, fuck. Ah. This is going well. Deborah. Shit! Oh, Listening, listening, I'm, I'm listening. If I have to raise my voice again, I will make you leave the garden. Do you understand? Yes. Sorry. It just took me by surprise. Bees do not like this energy. It will make them angry.
1: This is going to end in tears.
2: Ugh. I'm sorry. Take three deep breath steps. I'm breathing. No, no, no. Three proper deep breaths with me. Okay, okay, okay. 1 2 3 right are you ready to continue Sorry
1: about that. Let's get on. Preferably with less of the histrionics. It's her first time. I'm here for the welfare of the bees.
2: It's fine. I'm calm. I'm calm. Come, Debs, look. Look inside. Wow. Hello, ladies we've been waiting for you they are amazing each one a glorious perfection of engineering this is making me feel strange don't panic they're incredible we're going to put the frames into the hive in the same order but we'll start with these middle ones as they are easier to get out Lower them in nice and gently. I'm pleased with these frames, Malcolm. They're a good fit.
1: They'll slide out easily when they start building their own comb.
2: The brood's looking really nice. Give me another puff, Debs, while I get these edge frames out. It's stuck? There's a little bit of brace comb, so I'll just run the hive tool down the side here and unstick it. Gently. Gently. Uh, we Okay. Pop these in. These look really healthy. Lots of brood on that side. What about this side? Yes, on that side too. Beautiful. Okay, last one. Do you want to have a go, Debs? Oh my god. It's what you're here for. Just lift this in? by the edges, like I did, and lower it gently in. Good, that's it.
1: Ready for the empty ones?
2: Yep. okay. So, Debs, we put the empty frames between the existing frames so they can use it as a guide.
1: Now, it's more common to put them on the outside.
2: Well, it's just a precaution to encourage them to build straight. Now, look in the box. Still in there? Right. So here's where the general rule of serenity does not apply. We've got to do this in one sharp movement to get them in. Hold the lid, and I'll shake them in. Don't freak out if any fly up. Your suit will protect you. Gotcha. Three, two, one. Oh, wow. Lid on. Nice and gently. Don't want to squash any of these lovely ladies. Debs, keep your eye on that side. Okay. Are we on? think so. Finally. Mate, do you ever take a break?
1: A break from what?
2: From being a total... Okay, great. We're done. For now. That's it? That's it. Now we need to let them get settled. That's it? They're in. They're in? Now what do we do? Pray this nice weather holds.
1: The forecast appears good for the next week or so.
2: That's good. Is it good? I've no idea.
1: I wouldn't have dropped them off if I thought otherwise. I suppose you don't have to worry about the cold where you're from.
2: Me? Uh, No. The climate is very good for beekeeping. Where are you from? So we just have to wait? Yes, they'll find their way off Malcolm's nuke frames and onto the wax strips on the top bars. That wax strip is just to get them started? Exactly, then the idea is they start to build the comb freely themselves. Then we take the frames out! Right, but we'll wait a while. By the time the eggs in the nukes have hatched there should be plenty of new brood in the fresh comb. We need a good supply of workers for the colony to keep going.
1: So where did you say you were from again? Fairclough Road. Not you. Debs.
2: Oh! Her? Huh? I'll give you a clue. It's down a bit and then left a bit.
1: You find yourself rather amusing, don't you?
2: I'm so good at geography that I worked it out immediately. Iran. I'm from Iran. Is everything to your satisfaction, Malcolm?
1: Well, you, you, uh, you seem to have things under control.
2: Most of it, anyway.
1: Right. Well, I'll be off then.
2: I'll show you back. No need. If I attend another meeting...
1: Meetings are for members only. Membership fees are online. Of course.
2: What about me?
1: I'm not sure if under-18s are permitted to
2: attend. I'm 19, but you can relax me.
1: I'm not your mate.
2: Not yet, eh Malcolm? Thank you for delivering the box.
1: Apprenticeships are also about learning to behave in a professional manner.
2: She's doing fine.
1: You may wish to add speaking to grown-ups onto the syllabus of your little course.
2: Yes. Goodbye, Malcolm. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Jesus Christ, who was that knobber? Okay, good. They're in. Jägenä? <sighs> yes? I feel like crying. Perfectly normal.
0: The Smokers by Fiona Harper Debs is played by Sophie Galushian, Yegene by Lana Joffrey, Martin by Lawrence Saunders, and the play is also narrated by Lawrence Saunders. The recording was directed by Emmy Isham and produced by Kate Green. Don't forget to find out what happens next by clicking on the following episode.